Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, your team every day. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and today is Monday, October 5th. We're gearing up for a very busy week around the NHL, and I am happy to be joining you today to talk more about all things Spoke to Be, as well as take a look around the NHL. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Ian McLaren. I've been hosting this podcast for over a year now, and I just love talking about the Bruins. They're my favorite team since, I don't know, 88, 89, and uh, something I talk about every day anyways. So why not record it, put it out there for the world to see as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Now, previously, I wrote for the Bruins for the Hockey Writers, SB Nation, on my own website. That led to a job working with The Score as a full-time news editor. I also recently covered junior hockey for various SB Nation outlets. And now, like I said, for the past year, we've been rocking this Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. And it's probably one of the funniest, funniest, no, funnest things that I've done in hockey media so far, for sure. Now, if you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can do so at LO underscore Bruins. You can find me there as well and on Instagram at Ian C. McLaren. And I've uh, been promising to get a Instagram account going for the show as well which hopefully will be set up this week. The podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. So if you're an Apple user or Spotify, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, please hit that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically uploaded to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be so very much appreciated as each new rating and review really helps to build up the profile of the show, especially on Apple. Now, listen, like I said, it's a big week around the NHL. All things were normal. This would be kind of opening week. We get Bruins games around the league, home openers, blah, blah, blah. But due to COVID-19, the season just ended. And this first full week of October is when the NHL draft will take place, when free agency will open. And like we talked about on Friday, there is no shortage of Bruins trade rumors and reports out there. And if you want to get my full thoughts on that, go back and listen to last Friday's episode, October 2nd. But thankfully, Don Sweeney addressed the media here on Monday morning and kind of teed up the week to come and where he's at with that. And the one that I wanted to start with first is his comments on Tuka Rask. Now, last week, Frank Cervelli of TSN had Rask on his trade bait list at number 10, I believe. And he reported that General Manager Don Sweeney had initiated conversations with other teams to gauge Rask's trade value as a 33-year-old goalie enters the final year of his contract. Over the weekend, if you follow uh, Dominic Tiano on Twitter, you'd see that he did some sleuthing and uncovered the fact that Tuka Rask does not have 
uh, trade protection coverage in the final year of his deal. In fact, that no move clause expires on the ninth, the beginning of free agency, meaning that the Bruins could theoretically trade Rask to any team around the NHL without needing a list of approved teams or being hindered in that in any way. This Rask trade talk has picked up since the end of the postseason, which we all know he wasn't part of the series against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Rask left the return to play bubble in order to attend to a family emergency. No hard feelings on my part, nor should there be on any Boston Bruins fans part. Any of us in that situation, I would hope, would do the same thing. Prioritize family and be there for uh, your child who's sick, for the other two children that he has, and his, his wife as well. Following all that, and through all that, Don Sweeney, Bruce Cassidy said, you know, Rask had their full support. And Sweeney has said that he would welcome Rask back with open arms, that they're comfortable with their goaltending situation, with the William B. Jennings Trophy winning tandem of Rask and Yaroslav Halak. They're both under contract for 2020-2021. You know, after that point, there's some questions as who will tend the net for the Bruins. But for next season, at least, they have this very dynamic duo in net. Uh, Sweeney said he had zero reservations about Rask going forward, despite his opting out of the playoffs. And speaking to the media via Zoom here on Monday morning, Sweeney was asked if anything had changed regarding Rask's status or how he views the goalie. And that question, you know, emanated out of this report from Frank Saravelli and also these rumblings on Twitter about Rask's uh, no trade protection and yeah, just increased whispers as to whether he was in fact going to be moved. There was even a rumor I saw involving the Colorado avalanche with the first and Nikita Zadorov, Tyson Jost coming back in return. Sweeney said, no, as a matter of fact, our staff has communicated with Tuca. And as I said before, he remains a big part of our roster planning going forward because I think by my knowledge, he was second in the Vesna balloting. Fact. He continued, we're very, very comfortable with where our goaltending's at. I think you're going to need it. I don't know what the schedule and what the season will look like. I think there's a lot of things that are up in the air. It could be a challenging environment from a season standpoint. It might make the goaltender even more a big part of what you've got to have going forward. Now, of that trade protection specifically, Sweeney said he wouldn't confirm any details about the player's contract. It's not his responsibility to confirm what is in the contract, he said. Player movement, player talks. I hope everybody respects the privacy of each and every one of those conversations, is what Sweeney said about all that. So, going by what the general manager is saying, he's comfortable with the tandem that he has in net, and it appears as though... Both Rask and Halak will be back with the Boston Bruins next season. Now, all of that could change if Sweeney's blown out of the water by a deal. Again, he wouldn't need to seek Rask's preferred destinations or permission in order to have him waive any no-trade clauses because as of Friday, that won't exist. So again, if he's blown out of the water, then perhaps he acts on that 
But as of right now, according to Don Sweeney, Rask and Halak will be back. Um, any trade involving Rask would, of course, require some sort of contingency in terms of securing another goaltender. You don't want to just enter next season with Halak and one of the younger guys like Dan Vlader. Um, so you would need to sign. There are quite a few goalies available, but none, in my estimation, up to the same level as Tuka Rask. Um, so while, you know, last week I said I would understand if the Bruins were looking because they only have one year left of Rask and Halak as it stands, you want to have some sort of contingency going past next season. Uh, but for the moment, looks like they're comfortable with this tandem and that's what we will have whenever opening night arrives. And that's uh, like Sweeney said, still very much in question as to uh, when that will take place. So that's that on Tuka Rask. We'll address a couple other things that um, Sweeney said here this morning. Sorry, I was just distracted by Pierre Lebrun, Lebrun, Lebrun reporting that the Wild and Sharks are expected to announce a Ryan Donato trade within the hour. San Jose getting Donato for a third-round pick in 2021. They're still working on a separate Devin Dubnik deal, which, if completed, would be announced later today. So former Bruin Ryan Donato on the move. To San Jose, it appears. Speaking of moves, talking about erectile dysfunction isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it's easy to talk about with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan, and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day delivery. The whole process is simple, straightforward, and most importantly, discreet. Just go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today, and if approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. You've counted on restaurants. Now they're counting on you. And while dining rooms may be closed or you may feel unsafe going to your favorite restaurant, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico and Canada, even Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national chain as well. Many of your favorite local restaurants are open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when they download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. A couple of the other topics that Don Sweeney addressed here on Monday were the contract situations involving defenseman Tory Krug as well as Zdeno Chara. Those two players are two of the biggest questions heading into free agency, 
as both are unrestricted free agents and both uh, have had questions raised in terms of whether or not they're going to be back with the team. Free agency opens at noon on Friday, October 9th. And here's what Sweeney had to say as far as Tory Krug. He admitted there hasn't been any progress as far as a new deal with Tory Krug, but that he would consider anything, meaning he would consider trading Tory Krug's negotiating rights to another team for a draft pick and, um, you know, seeing what happens from there. There was a report, as we talked about on the podcast last week, that this was going to happen as early as last Monday. Didn't come to fruition, but still could happen. And Sweeney also added he'd consider anything, including the fact that several free agents have gone and tested the market and come back to the same place that they were at. That's something we would also consider. There's no way in hell you're going to change my opinion on what I think Tory Krug has the right to do. And I believe that, meaning Tory Krug, 29 years old, unrestricted free agent. If he wants to test the open market, then he has earned the right to do so. See what else is out there. See what other teams are willing to offer. And if it blows what Boston can do, which is reportedly, you know, six years, 6.5 million was their last offer, then there will be no ill will or hard feelings towards Tory Krug for taking that kind of deal that he has earned and has deserved based on how he's played for the Boston Bruins over the last several years. Now, like Sweeney said, he could trade Krug's rights to another team, get a draft pick in return, and then if nothing works out with that team, if Krug doesn't like what he sees from other general managers' offers, then maybe he and the Bruins circle back after October 9th and see if they can come to some sort of agreement. Sweeney added he's put himself in a great position either with us or with other teams that have interest in him. I'll listen to any situation that might improve our hockey club and move forward from there if it plays out that way. And again, he admitted, reiterated, there's no animosity whatsoever in this situation with this player. Every team has sticky deals, trying to thread the needle, so to speak, in this day and age with the salary cap and competitive environment that we're in trying to win. So again, yeah, no ill will. If he can get a draft pick in return, then great. If not, then um, it appears as though Krug certainly will hit the open market on Friday, see what he can get out there, and then perhaps circle back if a deal isn't agreed upon with another team in short order. Chara has made it clear that he wants to remain with the Bruins next season. He hopes to get a deal done sooner than later. Hasn't happened as of yet. Sweeney said communication with Chara and his agent has been ongoing. Didn't really say whether he thinks the two sides will get a done deal or not. Deal done or not. He said he's met with Zdeno, had conversations, continue to have conversations we have to be on the same page as we move forward. Conveyed where we are at, and we're going to continue to have communication with him and his agent, Matt Keeter. Sweeney didn't go into details about whether Charles' role with the team has been central to those discussions or not, meaning, you know, if he's going to have a lesser role, fewer minutes, defensive specialist, so to speak. Sweeney said they've just had really broad based discussions. 
Not really going to leave any stone unturned in terms of where we are. Looked at that as part of our roster assessment, making sure we communicate effectively with a very important part and leader of our hockey club. There's been growing speculation that the Bruins might want to, you know, pivot to a younger, quicker, more offensively minded lineup. Chara doesn't quite fit in that mold, of course, and whether or not they'd be willing to let him walk and see opportunities elsewhere remains to be seen. Uh, they have until Friday to come to an agreement. If not, then yeah, another team could swoop in and tantalize Chara, bring him in to help change their culture, increase their defensive prowess, and um, we could see kind of a Daniel Alfredson going to Detroit kind of situation. Not as much animosity there as there was with Ottawa owner Eugene Melnick and Alfredson, um, but it could be the result of a distinct turn in philosophy for the Bruins to allow Char to walk. And um, yeah, that would be certainly a decision that will be debated on Twitter.com if that were to happen. Finally, he did mention that it uh, doesn't look like Joachim Nordstrom is going to be back. He said they've had talks with Nordstrom, maybe challenging for them uh, and agent JP Barry to agree on a deal. He said he made sure he spoke with him. Wasn't going to be aggressive in re-signing him short term. Doesn't mean they won't reconsider it, but they wanted to make sure he had an early heads up. You know, he's a, a very good Defensive forward, shot blocking, king. But those guys are kind of a dime a dozen, and they probably want to give a look to some of the younger players, like a Drent, Drent, Trent Frederick, for example. He also said he doesn't anticipate making qualifying offers to Brendan Gauntz, Brett Ritchie. Both were AHLers largely last year, and uh, looks like they're going to part ways. Um, he didn't really say anything else about other RFAs like Carson Kuhlman, Zach Sinitian, Jacobs Boril, uh, to be precise on those. So that's kind of where Don Sweeney is at at the moment. And like I said, the draft goes Tuesday and Wednesday. The Bruins do not have a first-round pick. That belongs to the Anaheim Muddy Ducks. Sweeney does have a second-round pick. That will be made on Wednesday. And... Could add some other picks if he chooses to go the Tory Krug negotiation rights trade as well. Before we move on, let me talk f for a moment about Built Go. You've heard me speak before about Built Bar. This is another great product from the same people. And Built Go makes you the best at whatever you do. Whether it's a mental or physical wall that you've hit, you can break through with Go every day. They come in easy-to-take-in 1.5-ounce packages. You can put it in your briefcase, even your pocket. And if you're feeling just, you know, bah, you can open up one of these Built Go packages, take it in, and get a 5-hour energy boost without the same crash feeling that you get from popular energy beverages. It's natural better for your body, like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. Comes in three delicious flavors, peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut, chocolate mint. Combines energy gel with collagen protein, loaded with 
a lot of good stuff to ignite your workday. Beta alanine, B3, honey, a kick of caffeine. And it's also good for your joints, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. The stuff literally makes you look better as well. Go to BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED to get 30% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED for 30% off your next order at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. As we do here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, let's finish with some news and notes from around the NHL. Just a ton of moving parts right now with the draft coming up. Uh, Looks like the Pittsburgh Penguins have placed Jack Johnson on waivers for the purpose of a buyout. Smart decision on their part. Uh, what else is going on? The I mentioned the Ryan Donato trade. Henrik Lundqvist took to Twitter last night and says he still wants to compete, still wants to win. So look for some action on him as an unrestricted free agent on Friday. The Maple Leafs re-signed Jason Spezza to a one-year deal at the veteran minimum. Uh, Oli Mata traded to the Kings. Just a whole lot going on. The Jets are open to trading Patrick Laine. Um, and so we can expect just a bevy of hockey news to drop this week, which is very exciting. And of course, if anything does build on the Bruins front, then we'll jump on with some uh, real reaction uh, to those moves for sure. On Patrick Line, it looks like the Philadelphia Flyers are making an aggressive push, possibly floating uh, Shane Gostas Bear. The Blue Jackets and Canadians are also in the mix. Um, the Sabres, Red Wings, Rangers, Wild, and Panthers all have interest. So if he comes to the Eastern Conference, that would obviously not be ideal uh, for the Bruins competing with these teams. Uh, but time will tell if any of these rumors and reports turn into anything tangible. Pierre Lebrun reports the Tampa Bay Lightning have talked to Tyler Johnson about working together on a possible trade. He's got four years remaining on his contract worth $5 million per year. Not a terrible cap hit, but he is getting up there in years. If they can't trade him, they'll have to look at Andre Palat, Yanni Gord, Alex Killorn as potential trade candidates, seeing as they are uh, very close to the cap ceiling and in some trouble with some restrictive free agents to sign. The Pittsburgh Penguins re-signed Tristan Jari, which means Matt Murray's likely on the move. Again, lots of goalies could be out there uh, available for the taking. Um, And again, like I said, just a lot of moving parts right now. So it's kind of dumb to try to keep on top of it on a daily podcast when it doesn't pertain to the Bruins. So that's it for today's episode, I think. Always talk about some shows and pop culture when I'm reading as well. Lauren and I finished season two of Good Girls last night, which I really highly recommend. It's a great show. Very entertaining. Might check out the season finale of The Walking Dead tonight, which was postponed due to COVID. I, earlier this year, read all the Ken Follett historical fiction novels. I picked up his latest, The Evening and the Morning. So I started reading that. Put my other book on the shelf for a moment because I really wanted to check this one out. And, um, yeah, still rocking the Sufjan Stevens Ascension album pretty hard as well. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks to those 
who have subscribed. If you're not already, please do so. Be very much appreciated. Please follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Boston Bruins. I promise to make more use of that. And you can find me at ENC McLaren as well. This has been the October 5th, 2020 episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. And I hope you all do take care of yourselves and each other. And we'll be back tomorrow with uh, hopefully a special guest. So yeah, take care, friends. Peace.